morning, good morning, and welcome back again to Victoria's Warrior Podcast. It is me, Cherie Victoria. Victoria Cherie, however you would like to say it, it is still me. I just give God our glory, honor, and praise on this day. I thank Him for waking me up on this morning. And I just want to continue to give God reverence and thank Him for helping me to stay reading in the Word of God and the continual knowledge that He has given me. I thank Him for the way that He protects and keeps me. In Jesus' name, I continue to plead the blood of Jesus over this entire podcast, over every listener over myself, over my children, my family, over Chris. In Jesus' name, Lord God, I just say thank you for what you are doing. Lord, Father, I ask that you bless on today. Bless my son's 10th birthday on today. God, I just thank you for all that you've done in his life. And Lord, I just hold dear to the promises that you've made for me and to me in Jesus' name. And Lord God, I just offer up to you, Father, before you, every issue, every burden that may be plaguing my heart on this morning, oh God, I just ask, Lord Father, that you take control in Jesus' name. And Father, come before you, repenting of every sin in Jesus' name, God. And I pray that those who are listening and that will be listening, Lord God, will receive a word from you. Lord Father, there will be something, Lord God, that they will hear deep down in their spirit, oh Father, that will alter a change, that will cause a shifting in their atmosphere to seek you even more in the name of Jesus. And God, we just say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So praise God, you guys. I just thank God for all he's doing. I'm thanking the Lord um, Lord, uh, for my son, who is 10 years old today. And time is flying, Lord Jesus. And I'm just thanking him for being my keeper through my entire life. In Jesus' name. So today's reading, you guys, will be coming out of the book of Acts still. Yesterday I read chapters 1 and 2. I pray that you all were able to listen to that recording. This morning I'll be reading chapter 3 and chapter 4. So let's get right into it. In Jesus' name. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the people, and that entered into the temple. Excuse me. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple 
walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter and John, all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness we have made this man to walk? The God of Abraham, and of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, have glorified his Son, Jesus, whom ye delivered up, and denied him in the presence of Pilate, when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One, and the just, and desired a murderer to be granted unto you, and killed the Prince of Life, whom God hath raised from the dead, whereof we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, hath made this man strong, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that I I want that through ignorance ye did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before had showed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord, and he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren, like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which will not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel and those that follow after as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Ye are the children of the prophets, and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, And in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you, in turning away every one of you, from his iniquities. Praise the Lord. The reading of the word of God is blessed on this morning. This is speaking about that the Lord Jesus healed the lame man that could not walk. So lame basically means he could not walk. He could not really uh, walk as normal. And um, Peter and John was there and basically just stating to the people like, you know, why why are you worshiping us or why are you looking upon us in this such 
like we're holier than now this was not done in our own power this is done by the man who you guys crucified and sent to be crucified and and instead when you had when Pilate had the option to let him go you guys wanted the murderer to be let go so they not only did Peter and John say how and who did this but they also threw in their faces like um this is not us but this is the, the this is done by the man that you guys sent to be crucified and on top of him being crucified you guys had the option after being sent to Pilate to let him go but you chose not to you rather have chosen the murderer who was sent to jail yeah that man yeah the one that you didn't want to let go yeah he did this so whoa whoa and whoa whoa again <laughs> to them um praise God again that I love how you know Peter and John and um, was continued to be humble you know some we we have to be careful not to take any glory from God because it's not in our own power not in our own strength that we're able to do do these things and we have to remind ourselves to continue to give God all of the glory because he is doing he's done he, he he is do everything so again they show forth the glory of God they didn't take any any of it they didn't say I did it yes we did it yep no uh-huh we did it yes uh-huh mm -hmm, praise be to God uh-huh but worship us no they put it back into God's hands they let the people know who to seek they let the people know you guys need to repent repent and so I thank God again for the word of God so we're going to move into chapter 4 and as they spake unto the people the priests and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Jesus the resurrection from the dead and they laid hands on them and put them in hold unto the next day for it was now eventide Howbeit many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about five thousand. And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Annas, the high priest, and Cephas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doeth this man stand here before you whole. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which is become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled, 
and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. And beholding the man which was healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they conferred among themselves, saying, What shall we do to these men? For that indeed a notable miracle hath been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But that it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them that they speak henceforth to no man in this name. Let me just pause for a second. Hold up. <laughs> First, they ask, <laughs> by who did this happen? Okay. Then Peter and John tell them by whom this happened, right? So now they realize, wait a minute. Okay, this is done by the man that we crucified. Okay, so now they're trying to prevent, they're trying to prevent the move of God? Impossible, right? So the, so you, you see how the enemy is working in them that they're trying to, um, what's the word? They're trying to um, confound it, keep it. Keep it, keep it amongst themselves, right? That this is what happened. A healing has taken place. And we, do, we don't want this to grow across the land. We want to keep it like this. Mm-mm. Step aside. You know, you're trampling on toes that you should not be trampling on. So let me just go ahead and verse 18. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Hold up, pause. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Who are you shall we listen to? Because Peter and John are sent by the Lord Jesus Christ to do his will. So I don't know uh, any of you that have gone through this, but there will be people in your life to keep you from going forth in Jesus' name. When you have a calling on your life, they see the power, but they are also denying the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, pay attention. We're moving into verse 19 in chapter 4. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go, finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people. For all men glorified God for that which was done. For the man was above forty years old, on whom this miracle of healing was shown and being let go they went to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them and when they heard that they lifted up their voice to god with one accord and said lord thou art god which has made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, Why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For of a truth against thy holy child Jesus, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined before to be done. And now, Lord, behold, 
their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they speak thy word they may speak thy word by stretching forth thine hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child Jesus and when they had prayed the place was shaken where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness let me just say this when we choose to obey the Lord over what man says to do God prevails every single time in their prayer God answered them and he shook where they were to answer them like I got you in layman's terms basically I got you and God blessed them and filled them with the Holy Spirit praise the Lord God is good y'all vengeance is mine say the Lord that's what the Lord says so we're going to move into where he speaks let's see so that was verse 31. We're going to go into verse 32 in the book of Acts chapter 4. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that aught of the things which he possessed was his own, but they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as were possessors of lands or houses, land, possessors of lands or houses sold them, and brought the prices of the things that were sold, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is by interpreted the son of consolation a Levite and of the country of Cyprus Cyprus having land sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles feet praise the Lord so the reading of the word of God is blessed in Jesus name so again I thank God for the reading of the word of God I thank him because I have gotten so much more knowledge on this morning of how important it is for us to obey the voice of God and to do the will of God and to trust God in every way of knowing that even when man, even when the enemy wants to raise up and try to prevent us from going forth, continue to seek me and trust me in all that I am, that I will vindicate on your behalf and God still blessed them. God bless Peter and John and those who were in the camp. And I thank God because even in the midst when the enemy wants to rise up, even when man wants to speak in, 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 a, in a term of trying to be controlling, and they don't understand that they're being used by the enemy, God will always prevail. And we have to continue to trust the Lord in everything that he is and that we wait on the move of God continuously. So I thank God for the reading of the word of God. I pray that you all were blessed. I pray that you continue to seek God and build your own personal relationship. That the Lord will open your understanding. Continue to seek God and ask him, Father, help me to understand your word. Help me to receive it. And help us not to just be hearers of the word of God we can hear words all day long but if we're sitting on the word of God and not moving forward I'm not saying that you got to move fast or nothing like that but if you are upholding and, and listening and actually doing what the word of God says do 
then you have now moved into moving, putting things into action. And so I thank God for what he has done in me and I pray blessings upon you that are listening in Jesus name and I just ask that we continue to do better than we did on yesterday know that God is there he's waiting and remember every single day that you wake up in the morning it's another chance and another day for another opportunity to do better, to seek God, to build your relationship, to worship Him, to praise Him, to give Him glory, to fast and to pray and to seek Him diligently. It's a beautiful thing. So I thank God. Remember, our healing, our strength, and all power comes from God. It's not by our own might. It's not nothing that we are doing, but all of it comes from God. Do you trust him enough? Do you have faith? All he's asking is for a mustard seed side of faith. Size of faith. Like, I don't know how many of you ever seen a mustard seed. I, I remember, I didn't know. When I first heard it, I'm like, what, what, how, big is this, how big of a seed? When I say it's so tiny, it made me just like, wow. Like, that's all the Lord wants? Is that... He, he said, all you need is a mustard seed size of thing. This tiny. And then I started putting things in perspective. It's like, wow. His, God doesn't really ask for much. <laughs> we make it so much more than what it is. We give excuses so much. And it's like, why? Like, he didn't have to wake us up this morning. He didn't. But his mercy, his grace, his mercy is which, which renews every single day. He gives us grace. He gives us the opportunity to repent. We have the opportunity to repent every single day. Even in things that you may not even know that you have done wrong, still repent. Repent. And ask the Lord to continue to help you to live holy and righteous. You know, the Lord made so many sacrifices for us, right? So many sacrifices. And as a child of God, to offer up our lives, to offer up our hearts, to offer up everything that's within us so that we may serve Him is gratitude, is great, is ungrateful. That you saw so much within me to place in me an assignment, to place in me purpose to do your will, God. Thank you. It took me a very long time to get to this point, you guys, because for years, I was not like this. I was allowing any and everything to just drift me off course. Like, I wasn't focused. And to be honest with you, I wasn't fully committed. We can allow things in our lives to just take shift and take control of our own destiny. Instead of us taking control and saying, you know what? To God be the glory. And for Him I will live and for Him I will die. And for Him I will serve Him all the days of my life. And so everything that is in the Word of God, it teaches us, it gives us instructions on what we need to do. 
So for years, I've read the Bible. For years, I've read the Bible. For years, I've gone to church only on Sundays and sometimes the Bible study on Wednesdays. And I never did anything with what I did. So coming to Christ and coming to the ministry again, being led to Lilac in 2015, the Lord shifted my perspective, my heart, and my mindset to where it, it it was a different it was a different flow how I receive things because then I was honest with myself that even though I was raised in church, even though my mother was an evangelist, even though we was in church all day every day, when I was getting older, I was only going to church on Sundays. But even as a child, I did not know God. I didn't have a relationship with him just because you're in a church building every whenever you're going and you get home and your lifestyle does not me- measure up to what the word of God says. You're just a church goer. Whether you like it or not, you're just a church goer because you're not living in any capacity of what the word of God says. And that was me. I would go to church and I would come out. I would go and do what I need to do, go to the club or whatever, drink, you know, party over here. I was doing that. And I had no, didn't feel bad about it until I got to church on Sunday and I heard the word. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I just did that yesterday. But the Lord convicted me in such a way to continue to remind me that when we come to Christ, you're not going to come to Christ all together. That is not how it works. This whole, let me pretend that I got it all together. No. And then I come to Christ. No. You come to God as you are. You come to God with your addiction. You come to God suffering. You come to God broken. You come to God because he is the one that's going to heal you, deliver you, set you free, and put you back together again. Not yourself. If you were able to deliver yourself, do you think that you'll be seeking God today? No. We can't do anything in our own power, in our own strength for ourselves. We can't. What? It's impossible. You may think that you are doing it, but you're not. When you completely surrender unto God, He will do what He needs to do to put you back together again. God knows what it is that has been deeply rooted in you and it's only going to take the power of God to deliver you for that you can receive your breakthrough. He does this. He is good. He is great at everything that he does. God does not fail. He is undefeated. The word of God says God is undefeated. And he also states in the word of God that the devil is a liar. That means even present to come. He is a liar. And so what do we do in in this natural world when we we run into a liar? We don't want to believe him. We don't want to hear him. But we still do, right? The devil is a liar, but we take heed to the things that he said every single day. The doubt, the the, the, the feeling um, incapable of that we're not able to do what God has already birthed us. He's a liar. You're able to do it by the strength and power of God. When you give it to him and when you come and fall before him, when you allow yourself to be vulnerable unto God and say, you know what, Lord, I surrender all. Like, I surrender 100%. Now, 
I'm going to be completely honest. I've came to God several times of throughout my life. I said I surrender. But guess what? I only surrendered, to be completely honest, I only surrendered, uh, what, two-thirds here, 75% here. I didn't surrender my entire life. The things that I was actually still doing, I didn't surrender those things. So I, I surrendered this sort of section of my life. And then I try to keep a, a certain portion, like, you know, um, you know, fornicating, you know, um, still telling white lies. I, hello, white lies are still lies for those of you that, you know, tell the bill collectors that you're not there. You tell your child, tell the bill collectors I'm not there. You're lying. You're teaching your child how to lie. It's white lies. It's all a lie. Okay? <laughs> I had to be honest. And even when you know what to do. Even when you know the right thing to do and you still choose not to do it, that is a sin. I've done it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the Lord snatched everything from me to humble myself. Let me tell you, as, when you are humbled by God, it's not a good feeling. It's not. God will snatch everything from you. He will snatch it. We serve a jealous God. And so when we get to a place, you are called, you are chosen, and you're running, you're running, you're running. I was running, I was running, y'all, I was running. You can't run from God. Now, I, I, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know what I, uh, I don't know what I was thinking. But I thank God that I'm no longer running, but I'm running continuously with him and towards him and everything that he is, I am for. So I pray that I was able to encourage someone out there that may be doubting themselves, that may be going through, that may be struggling, you may be feeling less than. Trust me when I say put it in God's hand and seek him. Try him. He will not fail you. Jesus name so God bless you guys I thank you all for listening I pray that you all will be back again tomorrow I'll still be in the book of Acts uh, chapter 5 and 6 will be read I also want to continue to extend an invite to everyone that is listening under the sound of my voice to come join in with my ministry Lilac ministry which is under the leadership of my pastor you can do so by dialing in at 773-922-8270 he comes forth giving the word of God every day at 9 p.m eastern standard time praise the lord again the number is 773-922-8270 and remember i pray that we continue to do better than we did on yesterday god bless you all in jesus name